Georgia Virtue presents the Let Me Tell You Why You're Wrong podcast. Thank you for downloading episode 296. We're so close to 300, and we are working on something for 300. This week, we have Brit versus Swift. Bobby, don't mess with Elon. Education dollars. Evangelicals and endorsements. Shove the shot. Hollow notes. A very hard video to watch, which is not funny at all. And uh, uh, the mess under the gold dome. I'm Dave Roberts. With me is my part of this endeavor, Ken Pullen. Yeah, good morning, Dave. How was your Thanksgiving? It was. It, it was. It was pretty damn good. It was pretty damn good. Anytime I get to spend spend time with family, it's good. Uh, my niece came down from Maryland with her two boys. So yes, I. I oh, nice. Grand nephews. Uh, my my sister came up with with my my youngest niece, who is uh, uh who's eighteen. And uh, I, I may take her shooting later on today. Ah, sweet. Yeah, we had Luke come into town first time since he came home since he went to college. Uh, and he also turned 19 on today, so we, we uh, had a nice little Thanksgiving meal with him. Well, that's the whole idea. That's, that, that's, mm-hmm. I don't, that, the meal itself is, of, of course, the food's good and all that stuff and, and all that, but, but the meal's secondary to, to the family getting, it, getting together. Yeah, just spend some time together. I did see where you, uh, you saw my Facebook post where we got a salted <laughs> toddler at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> Look, we were at this, uh, kind of the backstories, we were at this, this was the day before Thanksgiving, but we were at the, one of the cheap Mexican restaurants in town. Great food, but, you know, it's just... It's the cheapest Mexican restaurant to go to. We sat down in this booth with my family and my mom, and this little two- or three-year-old toddler just kept peeking through, you know, like just coming over, not trying to come over the booth into our booth and kept making all these noises. And this, look, this, I recorded 30 seconds and put it out on Facebook, but this lasted 10, 15 minutes. Uh, And the whole time I'm thinking, what type of parents – you know, let their toddler just disrupt somebody else's meal. <laughs> Dude, I... Who does that? I got my butt beat many a time. Uh, you and I are the same. We grew up on airplanes. But if I if I kick the seat in front of me, you better believe there's a hand coming across. I mean, pow! Don't do that. <laughs> right, right. I know, me too. Yeah. I mean, if I ever did anything disrespectful. Right? And, and I love my father. But he he did he he was he was not for shenanigans. No, my dad either, and he worked at Delta, so there was no misbehaving on flights. Oh, absolutely uh, growing not. Up. I mean, you could never do that. But yeah, this little toddler just kept going and going and going until they finally left. And I, well, no, 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 they didn't leave. Uh, you said very specifically in the post that they they finally needed a cigarette. Yeah, they finally. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the point because when they stood up behind us, the. The woman said, I need a cigarette. And the guy said something that you don't need to be smoking because it's bad for your health. And she said, I don't do it because it's for my health. I do it because I like to smoke. <laughs> so we, we all found that very amusing. Good Lord. Yes, I know. <clears throat> so we have Biden who turned 81 the day before, well, yeah, a couple days birthday. before Thanksgiving. <laughs> he doesn't know the difference between, 
Britney, and Swift. Ah, no. He was ad-libbing or something. Went off the ranch and was trying to talk about Taylor Swift and said Britney Spears. Yeah, she's down in regards she's, to Yeah, she's down in, yeah. in Brazil right now and it's really hot. I'm like, um, that's Taylor Swift. All right. So Uncle Joe, if you're listening, the difference between <laughs> the two is Britney has shown her hoo-hoo and Swift has not. I, that is a good difference. Yeah. I mean, and God bless her, because because Brittany Brittany is very attractive. Uh. <laughs> Brittany's crazy at this point, though. Some of the things she does with the knives and all the little TikTok videos she makes, she's having a hard time. Dude, do you think that crazy means you're not attractive? Crazy? No, I mean, a lot of times they go hand in hand. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I love the crazy <laughs> ones. Oh, oh. I mean, you don't want you don't want to marry the crazy one, but. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. The, the, the crazy ones are, are fun as hell. It's, it's the hot crazy matrix. You haven't seen the hot crazy matrix. Oh, absolutely. That was, uh, yeah, uh, that, that's a classic. But every, yeah, every she, young, every young kid needs to watch that. Every young boy needs to watch that. She is absolutely that. above an eight crazy and above an eight hot. You don't want to marry this. It, it, it's That's the fun zone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to marry this one, but, but she'd be fun as hell. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But it, it but it, it kind of, he was trying to relate to, to, to young people and, and it fell flat, much like my vo- my uh, jokes last week that, that absolutely <laughs> fell flat. <laughs> so you're not well known in Georgia politics? No, that was the joke. That was the joke. I actually got a shirt. Um, it has the National Defense Service medal on it. Okay, for, for those who don't know, the National Defense Service Medal is a participation medal. Everybody gets it. Everybody. It, across across all services, everybody gets it. Well, they used to. It ended uh, earlier this year. But everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. So it has the National Service Defense uh, uh, Medal on it, and it goes, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> it's a participation medal, but, but, but that's, the, that's the joke I make about myself. And the joke <laughs> fell out. Absolutely flat. Yeah, I thought you were serious. I did. I apologize. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you think I, my ego is actually that big? I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I let you go with it. I really did. You did. It, you did. You let me hang myself with it, too. <laughs> <laughs> so what else did but, Biden do this week? So so Biden is losing celebrity endorsements. including Kurt. Cardi B, which I call Cardi Double D. Yeah, but she's not going to Trump's side. That's no, what, I mean, she, Cardi B no, still going to vote it's, for it's, Trump. I mean, vote for Biden. It's not that. Is is that she 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 does this video, and she's got her she's got something on her head. I can't, you know, like a hair cap or on her head, and she's in a robe with you know no clothes on underneath. And she's just and she's losing her 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 stuff of over Biden, which which is fine. Why is that? Is it the Palestinian stuff or is it something else? It, it's it's it, everything but the Palestinian thing. I mean, okay. it's it's not that she, she's mad about the Palestinian thing. She she's mad about about the economy and and everything else. You know how it's hurting working people, and you know obviously when it boils down to her is when you hurt wording, uh, working people, they can't afford to buy tickets to your damn show. Yep. That makes sense. But, but it's not just her. I mean, the rock came out on the, on the Rogan show. I mean, it's, 
a lot of people who endorsed him last time around because because they didn't like the mean tweets or the orange man, they're actually coming out and saying, "Look, Biden, Biden let us down." I think they realize that Biden. I think they realize Trump has got. I mean, I've always thought Trump could beat Biden, but I'm I'm kind of turning the page now, I, and I think that's what they're starting to realize is Trump is probably going to beat Biden next year. And they want the Democrat Party to ditch Biden and get somebody else, like anybody. I mean, it really doesn't matter, right? It's just anybody at this point is better for them. Yeah, at, at this point, you know, you or I could run on the Democratic ticket. Yeah, I mean, they, they want Gavin Newsom or, I mean, I don't, I don't think it even matters at this point. I think it's any, any Democrat. Man, he, he is so out of touch. And, and and look, I've said before that Biden has never been the sharpest tool in the shed. Right. But he's, he, his political acuity has been very, very high. You know, he, he's been able to, to, to work his way uh, 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 in, in political circles. Yep. And now he's, he's just not. Yep. I know. And, and, it's, and, and, and this is not me insulting him. I actually feel sorry for the man. Yep. Uh, it's gotten to the point where, you know, 20 years ago, I would have felt sorry for, for Biden. I would like, screw that guy. And, and, and all, especially when he was, when he was working towards, uh, the, uh, the weapons ban and stuff like that, you know, I said, I said screw that guy. Right. But at this point it, it's, it's, it's sad. I know it is. It really is. But more on the moron, <laughs> he doesn't understand how generating heat works. <laughs> oh, that's funny. They're 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 kicking a bunch of money for for generating for heat pumps. I saw that out of a special like wartime budget too. It was it's the craziest spot that he's pulling it from. The Emergency Powers Act is where he's pulling this money to build heat pumps, right? Yeah, and and I'll and I'll tell you firsthand, heat pumps are great. Yeah, I've got one. (laughs) So do I. I've I've got hybrid heat in my house. I've got I've got. a heat pump for when it's, you know, mildly cold and gas backup. Here's the deal. If you live in, I don't know, Michigan, heat pumps aren't much yeah, good that's right. for you. You don't, you don't have them up north. You know, it, the hybrid stuff is, is is great, but you need that gas backup. Right. If it brings the price prices down for, for heat pumps, great, which I don't think it will. Um, but it's, but it's, he doesn't understand how heat is generated. You have to burn fossil fuels to generate heat. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's, if, it, if it's wood in your fireplace, it's not truly fo- fossil fuel, but you're still burning fuel to put, to, to put uh, wood in, in your fireplace or it's it's heating oil or it's natural gas or hell if it's electricity right. you're still burning uh fossil fuels to heat your home it, it's it's the only way to do it you can't just you can't replace you know a a, a gas furnace with just a heat yep. pump without having a, a coil what we call heat 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 coils which are very, very low efficiency. 
it's just a hair yeah. dryer. You, you, the, 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 the air handler is just, just a hair dryer. So if, if you try to do that up north, you, know, you try to do that in Montana, I mean, you, you're going to spin the meter like crazy. Well, I mean, this piggybacks all this stuff around, uh, you know, this is to me, this kind of goes into where they were trying to ban gas stoves. Also, I don't know if we, we've talked about this a couple of times where the government's trying to ban gas stoves for people because it contributes to global warming per se and hurting the environment. And then Kamala Harris, the VP posed in front of a gas stove with her and her husband on Thanksgiving day. She was taking a lot of hate for that. Every single comment on her Twitter so to speak. Yeah, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. But every single <laughs> comment was about you're trying to ban gas stoves and you take a photo in front of a gas stove. I mean, it's just the, the whole policy up there is a mess. It looks like we're getting some hostages released from Hamas. Yeah, so good news. I mean, this is good news for Biden and this will be interpreted. I mean, he'll take the, uh, you know, he'll, he'll really brag about this, but it looks like. It's going to be a four-day ceasefire, which when a show drops, we should be in day two or three of the ceasefire. They're going to release about, Hamas is going to release about 50 of the 240 hostages that they've got. And then Israel is going to free about 150 Palestinian prisoners. So there is going to be a temporary ceasefire, it looks like. And then some hostages are going to be swapped. Now, I don't know how many American hostages are coming back home at this point. But I know Biden over the last week has been touting that he's been on the phone uh, and it has been a big part of this negotiation. I, I'm not sure I believe that or not, but you know that's what. Of, of course, of course, that's it's what not he's. True. That's what of he's been touting. It, yeah, of course it's not true. <laughs> of course Biden was not. Was, it, and look, it, it could be his administration. It, you know, it could be his administration, which is fine. But if if you're if you're in Cutter. And you get a phone call from Biden, and and he's rambling <laughs> nonsensically. I mean, are you actually? No, it's is is Cutter is is working on on behalf of the Palestinians. Right. Uh, they're getting the better end of this trade. I would be, I will be very curious to see what kind of condition these women and children are in. Hopefully, good. I mean, and, you know, one of the little girls I saw that. It's supposed to be part of this. She's under five years old, and her dad was killed when the Palestinian or when the Hamas invaded Israel. She's lost her entire family, and she's one of them that's supposed to be, you know, potentially released. So it's uh, it's going to be shocking when we see what condition, like you said, the prisoners are in, or or what they have to go back to at this point. You know, there there is no. Uh, there's no silver lining for somebody like that. Uh, obviously, being released is is the the best outcome. But yes, you're you're, you're coming home to nobody. It's, it's the same thing for the for the other women and children. Is they're coming home to nobody. So sad. Uh, God knows what was what's happened to these these poor children and and women while they were in captivity. Uh, I, I I'm not even going to speculate. The 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 you know even speculating you know, brings a tear to my eye. I I I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll have an update next week on that. See how many prisoners actually get out. So we have Bobby Jr. is a okay <laughs> with the voters. <laughs> yeah, you shared this story. He's got. Uh, I mean, it's harder not to have higher favorability ratings than than Trump or Biden at this point. But it sounds like people like him better at this point than the other major candidates 
But does likability equal electability? <laughs> right. Look, look. I like Bobby too. I mean, I, I, I think he's a, uh, I think he's a, I think Eric put it, put it best when he said, you know, he, he, he is top of the. I'd have a beer mm-hmm. with that guy. Uh, uh, matrix, but, but to to get people to actually pull out of their party to go vote for him. I, I, I just yeah, I don't, don't see it. it. Uh, and, and look, I, I like Bobby too. I, I don't, I don't like all of his policies, but, but I think he's, and I said the same thing about, about Obama is, is, you know, and Clinton is, I'd, I'd love to have a beer with them. I mean, they're, they seem like they're, 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 they're good guys and it'd be fun to have a beer with them, but I'm not going to vote. Yeah. For that's them. why I don't trust any of the polls at the moment. I think after the Republicans pick their nominee, you know, March, April of next year, and it's truly Trump against Biden. I think that's when we'll see the the true polls come out. I just I don't think we have a good indication. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. when the rubber hits. Yeah, that's Democrats when the rubber hits the road. Fired up when they're running against Trump versus some other person. Uh, we'll we'll see what the polls look like then. Well, it's not it's not it's not just just the Republicans. It's going to be the mm-hmm. soccer moms, the independents. Um. What we've seen is we've seen a, a huge migration of the independents away from Biden, and and people people like me are realizing that my bank account sure did look good under <laughs> Trump. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Though, I mean, can people vote past the mean tweets and vote for the economy versus what is going on at the moment? Now, who right. knows where the economy exactly. goes to by next November? There's a lot of yeah, a lot oh, of indications out there. Too. It could be soft landing. We don't have a recession, and there's other people that are really pumping the idea of you know the market could go down and more job losses and stuff like that. So, well, the market and the economy are two different <laughs> they things. are, and, and, and yeah, it, totally. Well, and, and people conflate the two is is they think the market is is a. Uh, uh, is is directly related, which it is. It is sort of sort of related, but it's but it's not. You you can have a very strong market and have a yep. recession. So, anyway, we have don't f with Elon. Goodness, how about Media Matters put out put out a a story, a false story. Uh, I mean, they absolutely mm-hmm. created the story that that. X, which was formerly known as Twitter, uh, has a bunch of, of, of white supremacists on it or right. Nazis on it. So what they did was they followed a bunch of Nazi uh, 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 pages or whatever. And they created, Elon does and not, they created does, fake profiles does, also as part of this. Yeah, they created fake, fake profiles. And they kept refreshing until they got an ad that matched matched it. It then took a screenshot and ran the story that Twitter's being overrun by Nazis. Yep, and they did all this. They orchestrated this entire thing to make uh, Twitter or X, formerly Twitter, and Elon Musk look bad and say you've got all this uh, pro-Nazi content. And what they want to do is say all this pro-Nazi content's on Twitter, and they send it around to advertisers. And then their hope was advertisers would start leaving a platform. And Elon, Elon found out about did. it, right? So Elon finds out about this, 
And now he is actually suing Media Matters for doing this. And the Texas Attorney General, Ken Paxton, also, which this is bigger than the Elon uh, lawsuit. I think the Elon lawsuit is a civil matter. But the Texas Attorney General also said they're opening up a criminal investigation in Media Matters for uh, how they were manipulating the platform and using it against Elon. So I think that's going to be the bigger news out of this is Media Matters may have got caught with their uh, pants down on this. Elon has so much money that he can afford mm-hmm. to lose money. Like, like uh, say he gets $100 million in the lawsuit. Yeah, that doesn't He matter. doesn't care. If, if, it, if it costs him $200 million to get a million, $100 million, he doesn't care. But the fact is, Media Matters is, is a scumbag or, organization. They're one of the worst. Oh yeah, they're absolutely scumbag. They're, they, I, I say that openly. Yep. They are scumbags. Uh, they have, oh, oh, but they really, really stepped <laughs> on their peckers here. They did. So Kenny, uh, uh, I, I'm moving along because we did actually have, we had actually did have a good news week. Uh, take your education dollars and Yeah, this was it. interesting. So the Tennessee legislature was looking into, and this has always been a debate that I think needs to occur uh, at the state level, and even in Georgia, is to say, you know, these states are, they take all these federal dollars and they come with uh, strings attached, and it goes from education, transportation, across the board, anytime, or, you know, health care is the same way, that there's always strings attached if you take these federal dollars in a Tennessee legislature was doing a study, and I don't know if it's going to go through now or not, but they were thinking about rejecting uh, over a billion dollars in federal funds that come in to, uh, you know, for education in the state of Tennessee. And I respect, I respect the, the, the idea a hell of a lot. I mean, people have no idea how federal mm-hmm. dollars work is federal dollars oh, come with them. strings. Yeah, especially, yeah, especially education. I mean, the transportation e- even is one transportation of the worst, dollars. Yeah, I've always uh, heard transportation is really bad. Yeah, you know, we went to 55 mile, mile per hour uh, zone, our speed limit. That was from the federal government. And th- the feds didn't come down and say, it must be 55 miles an hour. That's The federal government doesn't have the authority. However, they say if you want our money, you will set your speed limits at <laughs> right, miles right. an hour. Uh, the same goes with the drinking age. Louisiana was was one of the one of the last, as I recall, one of the last to to, to recognize to to say that is if if you wanted highway dollars, you had to set you, know, you had to set your uh, you had to, had to, to to set your drinking age to to, mm-hmm. to twenty one, and Louisiana was one of the last. Because if you recall, and I think it's just just outside of, of you and me as, as far as our, our, our times on this earth go. Um, but there was a there was a, a, a time where it was eighteen to drink, and it was and all that stuff. And there was a time where it went from eighteen to twenty one. But if but if you had you know ex post facto, if if you were eighteen before a certain date. Then, 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 wow, okay. then you were in. 
but but it's but yeah, it's it's all about it's all about about that federal. Yep. It's all about. And that we're going to talk a little money. bit about this in a, a story in a few minutes. But it's interesting that the states are starting to do this, and I mean, it's um, I you know I've always when I was even in office, people would say, "Why don't you?" I mean, why would you not take federal dollars, right? Why would you not take all this free money from the feds? And they don't realize they're just taking their own tax dollars at that point, and and the federal government's borrowing these are borrowing funds to give you back money at the state level. So, yeah, I think if more states banded together and stopped taking federal dollars, it would be a really good first sign into cutting down on the, the overall scope of the federal government, right? I mean, the Department of Education, I think we would both agree it needs to be abolished at the federal level. Uh, and if you stop doing this kind of stuff, it would be more likely to happen. Well, it needs to be abolished yeah, the federal state first. Level too, yeah, let's, but, uh, I, 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 yeah, small, yeah, steps. small steps. So we have DeSantis picked up a significant endorsement. He did. So he's surging in Iowa. It sounds like. I mean, I, yeah, he's picked up this uh, Iowa eventual leader Bob Vanderplatz endorsed DeSantis uh, last Tuesday, so about a week ago, which is the second major endorsement he's received in the state. I don't know if you remember, but Kim Reynolds. Their uh, popular Republican governor also endorsed DeSantis. So he's he's got some real key endorsements in Iowa. The question is, will that translate over to uh, you know the Trump voters, right? And, and the votes. you're still going to have you still got Nikki Haley out there. Uh, you've got Trump big in Iowa. I don't think. Uh, yes. It, well, I I have does a, it matter? I have a big question because because the. Well, no, the, the, the endorsement you picked up mm-hmm. is from a, a big-time evangelical. Should religious leaders be making endorsements? That is a great question. And the older I get, the more I think, no, they need to just stick with their lane. Uh, and I go to a church where the, the pastor is very political. I mean, and, and when I say very political— I mean, Governor Kemp comes there a couple times a year. Uh, congressmen come through. The July 4th festivities we have every year is kind of a stomping ground for all the people running for, like, next year or two years from now. Uh, all the all the state-level guys will come through. Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones is a member of the church. So our pastor is very, very religious. Should they make endorsements or not? I mean, I think you, ah, you set yourself up for disappointment. Uh, by doing that, I don't know. Probably say no, though. It's it, it's not it's it's not that to me. It's about right and wrong. Is I have no problem with with a a pastor allowing people to come in and talk. Yeah, but I mean, they don't anybody let can both come and parties talk. come in and talk. That's part of it. Also, both churches do this. I mean. Black churches don't let Republicans come in and speak. They let Stacey Abrams come in and speak. Uh, my church doesn't let Stacey Abrams come in and speak, but let Governor Kemp come in and speak. I mean, do you, should that be occurring at, at the local church level? Well, it, and it's 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 no, it's no, it's not. Ethical yes, question. Ethical. It's not a legal and, question. You've got people Absolutely, in the church it's, that it's not a legal believe, question. Got, it, it is. You, it is ethically. I mean, you got people in church that probably vote up both ways. Also, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a tough. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's a tough it, it, it's a tough one. Um, I, I I would prefer an, an apolitical Man, I would church. And I don't know how any church. Look, I voted for Trump every time, and I'll vote for him again in, in the general election next year. But I think pastors that endorse Trump really look bad uh, because he is not a. I mean, he is not a very religious person at all, and with his past. <laughs> it, 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 it's not just that is is Sunday morning should be yeah I agree apolitical it, 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 it should, nothing it wrong be, with telling people to vote talking about Jesus nothing, nothing wrong with saying hey Tuesday is to vote get out and vote but I, no, I got gotcha. you anything more than that I think yeah well that, that's on. yeah, yeah exactly. that, that's that's a that's a community announcement uh, you know, we have we have a potluck <laughs> on Monday. Be sure to vote on Tuesday. Uh, 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 you know, whatever we've got, we've got uh, Bible study on Wednesday. Yep. Whatever that that's just a community announcement. But to 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 go and endorse an individual candidate, especially in a primary, uh, I just I, I think I think it's self defeating. One and the other thing is, yeah, I think it drives people I away think from Christ. A bad taste in their uh, what what we want in the church is to bring people in, and it's all people in is is to bring them into the glory of Christ, is it, to bring them in, and then you, you're gonna you're gonna try to drive a wedge by by endorsing an individual candidate or or even even a a, a team. Is is the same thing I've said about Warnock for a long, for for a long time. Is you know I think that he's a he's a he's a pimp, you know he he whores out you know you know with 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 Jesus or anything else. He does whatever he has to say yep. to 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 get to get votes. But we have <laughs> Army says, "Baby, yeah. come back." Nah, you can blame it all on me. Yes, I guess recruiting is way down over the past year or so. And part of it, I think, had to do with the COVID requirements on the vaccine. Uh, now, Dave, during COVID, if you didn't want to get vaccinated, you had to leave the Army, right? And now they're telling those people they can come back. Please come back. Yep, Not, not just, just can, can please come but back. please. Yep. I mean, they sent letters to to a couple thousand uh, uh, recent uh, mm-hmm. separated, recently separated veterans, saying, uh, "Yeah, you know, I'm come surprised back. there weren't more than there probably were more." But this <sighs> letter went out to about 1,900 active, active duty soldiers who who were separated for refusing to get vaccinated. Yeah, I think the military is just having a hard time recruiting at the moment, and and probably recruiting good people too that want to come uh, come fight for them, and also people that are in well enough shape to probably come fight for them. Hey, it's not. It's not just that. Is there are very yep. specialized jobs in the, in the army, and I'm in the the other forces, other other forces too. But uh, for instance, what I did for a living, I was in psychological operations. There are very mm-hmm. few people who qualify to do that. Uh, it, it, you have to, you have to have language skills, you know, in in which I I, I had to pass uh, what's called the D Lab Defense Language Ab- Aptitude Battery. 
So you have to have language skills. You have to have the ability to go airborne. You have to have, you know, you, you have to have all this stuff just to get in that job. And that's one job of thousands in the army. You, you start talking about military intelligence, start, start talking about, you know, all these specialized jobs and you're, you're, they kicked right. them out for not, for not wanting a shot. Please come back. And, and now come the army's back. like, no, 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 baby, come back. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on. You no, know, we're not, we're not requiring anymore. Come, come on, come on. Ah, but, really? But they're not offering back pay. Really? So they're, they're not offering back pay. It's not like we'll bridge your time. They're just asking you to come back. You know, I, I I've been out so long yeah. that they haven't asked. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, got I, the I'm old, fat, and broken. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I'm and no, no one's asked me to come back. So on the musical theme, we have Hall tells Oates. Yeah, and you I were can't kind go of, for that. You were kind of uh, upset earlier when I told you Hall and Oates was before my time. <laughs> but it's not. I mean, it's, it, it may not. It, you may not have been into easy listening, uh, you know, and that kind of that kind of thing. But <laughs> Hollow Notes is is yes, is, right. is iconic. I mean, yeah, just, man just eater is a man eater. I These mean, guys are they, seventy-seven and seventy-five now, so they are still going strong at this point in their life. Yes, yeah, so they petitioned and look, going at each other. Petition a court for a restraining order against Oates. Uh, up in Nashville, Tennessee, which was promptly granted uh, the following day to the presiding judge. I'm surprised the judge uh, approved this restraining order. I mean, it's not like a physical type thing. It sounded like Oates was out there performing a series of solo shows earlier this month, and he was singing Hal's uh, joint hits, right? So Oates is out trying to do a solo career, and Hal doesn't want him to do that is what this is stemming from. Well, he he was doing it. Now this sounds cool. <laughs> I mean, it really does sound cool. He was doing a reggae oh, okay. version of, of their anthology. So anybody who's a Led Zeppelin fan, who's heard uh, a Dread Zeppelin, uh, a reggae version of, of like I can't go for that would be awesome. But the fact is that it was on, right. those songs were written by one of them, not both of them. They they both performed, but it, it's one of those things where it was you know mm-hmm. if 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 I write it I own it you know it's mine yeah you, know, you and I could be on the same album together singing it yep. but but when I when when I write it it's mine so so I get what he's doing I, just I know I don't understand why it couldn't be a phone call ever. yeah this seemed yeah I get you. It's, it's just one of those things. It's, it's like when you hear about family squabbles going going to court. Is yeah, and they are family. I mean, just make a really phone are. call. <sighs> well, Kenny, there's no easy transition to this. This this was a very hard video to watch. It it, it really was. I mean, I I I, I didn't see it my to mom me. I watched it after Thanksgiving. I haven't even seen it yet, and I I looked it up, but. Uh, back on August 10th, 
uh, a, a deacon in his church, his last name's Holman, got to an accident near Cunningham and Joseph E. Lowry Boulevards up in Atlanta. He called, he actually calls 911 to put a report in for the accident. The Atlanta police officer uh, came out and said he was actually at fault and tried to issue uh, the deacon a citation. But, you know, Holman refused to sign a ticket. He re- you can see in the video, this is all on the uh, the, the video, he, re- he grew really agitated and uncooperative, which I don't know about you, Dave, but if, if somebody ran into me, I thought I was not at fault, and an officer comes out and tries to get me a ticket for it, I would be a little upset also. Yeah, but but I'm not upset. <sighs> All right. <laughs> yes. Everybody involved is an asshole. Uh, the deacon should have just signed yeah. the ticket yeah, and, in court. and brought it out in court. But, but the uh, sign it or I'm going to you know, sign it or I'm going to yeah, take you to jail tough. is, is, is a little yep, tough. So if- uh, now I, I want to make sure that people know this is, this is a black officer. Uh, he played football at, at, uh, uh, in, uh, Alabama A&M. He, uh, uh he's not, he's not a bad guy he had a bad moment and unfortunately when you're a police officer bad moments involve beating the hell out of people and tasing them but at one point That's the guy's right. like why are you doing this i'm an old man he's he's 60 something years old yep. i mean but but he he keeps threatening with a taser keeps threatening with a taser like popping it so, so he can hear it, and finally he tases the guy, and he's he's laying on. He, he the guy says, "I can't breathe," which everybody mm-hmm. says, "I can't breathe" when they're being kneeled on, and and that's a very tough thing for an officer. It, it's yep. very it's very tough because everybody says, "I yeah," can't but he tased him. He went down to the ground, uh, and then he ends up dying as part of this altercation. Now, again, this happened back on October or August the 10th. So a lot of times I wonder how these things stay under wraps for so long and they don't come out. But uh, now because the coroner an active or the medical examiner ruled this a homicide. I don't know if you saw that. So they didn't rule this an accident or they, they ruled this a homicide. This officer, I think, is going to be charged with, with murder or with manslaughter, whatever the, the appropriate crime will be. Well, the fact that yep. that Fanny Fanny released this video, yeah, he's going to be charged. She's, she's, and look, he's going to jail, and I mean, this is yeah. And and, and look, I, I after watching the video, you I, have to I, de-escalate I, this situation somehow. I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, no. yeah, all he had to do. Well, first of all, he he got fired for violating. Uh, uh, policies when he asks when he says, "Hey, I'm not going to sign it." The policy is to get get a supervisor out there. Yep, and he didn't do that, so he he violated policy. That's why he was fired. Uh, but yeah, this this is not going to be good. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and merge him and the wheel. Have another, I think he yeah, he takes it. Um, and you're right. This was this was a black police officer, and the, the deacon was black also. Uh, 
you haven't heard a lot about this in the news, but it is a terrible story. No, you haven't heard a lot about it because it's a black officer and, 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 a, and a black motorist. But it, it to me, it's not it black and white. To me, it is individual. state versus individual. And now, was this guy out of hand? No, he wasn't dangerous yes. at all. Was he, he was dangerous? Hurting no. Anybody. Uh, he needed to call reinforcements out. He needed to call the supervisor out and de-escalate the situation. Yeah, and, and he, he, he absolutely was out of hand. Uh, am I saying the preacher was, was acting correctly? No, he wasn't. But did he deserve to, to be thrown on the ground, have a knee, uh, a knee put in his back, and, and, yep. and be tased? Absolutely not. No, it's, 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 you needed a, a third person, like you said, you know, uh, to de-escalate, come in and go, all right, look. And, and I know he, he, the officer did try and say, look, this does not mean that you're admitting guilt. This is just acknowledgement yeah. that, that I'm giving you a court date. And, 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 and that's what it is when you sign a ticket. It's not an admission of guilt. It's just saying that, that I will show up on whatever date to, to, to answer yep, exactly. for it or I'll, I'll pay my fine beforehand. But, but old dude lost his stuff. And I'm not saying that that he shouldn't have been charged with with resisting or anything else. I just don't think he deserved to be slammed to the ground, no, have a knee put his back, and tased. And look, I I know you said he was. Uh, we're gonna make him the middle of the week, but not to move on. But I saw that uh, this was a close second. I don't know if you saw the Macy's Day Parade in New York City over to over Thanksgiving Day. I did not. I, I, I was, oddly enough, I, I was out of my big green egg with so, my so feet let, up. Let me paint this picture to you real quick. Pro-Palestinian <laughs> activists were trying to block the parade. They glue themselves to the ground, including their hands, to the pavement in New York. So then the police come out, and they are literally pulling this guy off the pavement with his hands glued to the ground. And he has the most hideous scream you've ever heard. So can you just imagine your hand being ripped off the pavement in New York? So this was a this is probably who the mule should be. Is Dude. this pro Palestinian activist actually gluing themselves to the ground? I can't imagine what this guy's hands look like. Do Do, do you know what I would do to somebody <laughs> if they glued their hands and their feet? I mean, oh the goodness. first thing I would do is rip their pants down. <laughs> I mean, let me see yep. how good the glue is. Just stick a finger in your butthole. I mean, I, I know the police cannot do that, but it would be hilarious. Like, you know, oh, you you glued yourself in the doggy position? Nah, nah. Well, let me help you out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm an a-hole. <laughs> so... The, the Georgia Assembly, which meets as, as we're recording, or, or as, as, as this show drops, as, as we're meeting, uh, how could they screw up something so it, Okay, so you're going to give me some background on this. This is this to do with the prosecuting attorney's bill that they passed last year to try to, to be able to step in and uh, basically kick out 
district attorneys that were doing things that they didn't like. That's what this is. This is what this is about. And the Georgia Supreme Court last week ruled that it would not approve any rules and regulations for the new state commission in power to sanction these prosecutors. So the law that they passed last year in a general assembly back in 2000, I guess early 2023 is when it was passed. It's basically mute at this point. Well, no, now the, the yeah, Supreme but they Court said sanction the rules. They wouldn't approve the rules. So there's they, nothing they can do at this point. Yeah. They said, leave us out. Well, of it. So there's nothing they said they leave us out of it. Point. So that bill is, yeah. And the original bill from the Senate said didn't have the Supreme mm-hmm. Court in it, and it was something that the House put in. Yeah, the Supreme Court just says they don't have uh, constitutional power to take any action on to draft these uh, standards and rules. Uh, and they said, you know, by deciding this is a quote, but deciding the question whether we actually have the power would require deciding difficult constitutional questions of first impression outside of the adversarial process. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you this was drafted originally for Dick Donovan up in your way, but then since then there's been efforts to use this for Fonnie Willis and even the, I think the district attorney over in the Athens Clark County circuit. I don't know if we ever thought anything would actually go through. It was kind of like a stick, right? It was like, okay, we can do this if you get out of line, but at this point it's nothing's going to happen unless they go back and repass a law again without the Supreme Court in it. Well, they're, they're, they're going to have to, I don't to, think to will, go though. back I don't think to the Senate version of law. Mess with us again. I think it's done. And maybe that was a poison pill anyway. I, I just wonder if people knew that by putting the Supreme Court in, it would not, it would render the bill useless. I wonder if there's more to this than we're seeing. I think there is. Uh, the Supreme Court didn't say you can't do this. What <laughs> right. they said was, "Leave us out of it." You know, it, you know. I think that that's a very important distinction to make. Is the Supreme Court didn't say you can't have a review board. What they said was, "Leave us out of it," and that that that's a huge distinction. <sighs> I don't know if, if if they'll revisit it. This being an election year and all that stuff, you they know could. what? They just might. As 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 contentious as the the stuff is, with well, I know Representative Gellar up in your area I think he was one of the sponsors. Yeah, he was one of the sponsors of this. Well, bill, he's so my representative. Yeah, maybe we check with Joseph and see if they've uh, if there's a thoughts now of readdressing this. They won't do it during a special session. Like you said, it's just starting. They've got to redraw all the maps over the next week. Uh, but maybe this comes back up in January again for uh, to look at again. I hope it does because I'm not opposed to an oversight board. You know, I, I'm well, not, I think it's I'm not opposed to this idea of having uh, an oversight board. By the legislature. I think it's a huge abuse of power. It is, actually. Uh, unless again, <laughs> yeah. Unless, I mean, but voters can always recall people, or they could always not vote for them again. But you don't have to vote for them. No, again. you can't. It well, you, you can't recall a sheriff, but, but he's in four years. 
I know, but you can. I mean, if it's you can, bad enough, but it's almost impossible to do. Or the, or if he's done something wrong, the the attorney general can bring charges against him. I mean, there's no reason the attorney general, governor, can't take action. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm just saying there's other ways besides general, do general Assembly getting involved in this stuff. Because General Assembly is partisan at the end of the day. I mean, it's all well, partisan the, the frustration came. Oh, yeah, but 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 here's the thing is is uh, uh, COVID happened. Like the Dick Donovan stuff, the only way to remove him from office currently yeah. is to impeach him. And, and, and it works the same way as a presidential impeachment that the House passes a resolution and then the trial is held held in the Senate. It, it's, it's held. It's, it's exactly the same as, as it is for a president. The problem was that and the frustration comes out that this no. was all going to happen. Then COVID happened. You know, 2020 happened. And that that's the frustration that you know everybody out here has or had is that Dick is getting away with it just because because of COVID. That's a bad excuse. And by the time that that he actually stepped down, when everything shut down. Well, yeah, and but the clock never stopped ticking towards his retirement. By the time by the time he actually stepped down. He got he got his retirement. Dick is Dick is sitting uh, uh, yeah. very happily right now. Yeah, he had to give his give up they his law license, but yeah, he's we'll seventy seven years this. old. I doubt I mean, if they it, do. I think they're just gonna let this go. I really do. I think this was their effort. I think this is their statement that they made. Uh, it's gotten pretty much struck down at this point. It's unenforceable. I think they let it go. Ah, uh, maybe so. But we yeah, also see that they're really wanting to expand this Medicaid. This has been a topic at a state level for quite a few years. Uh, this is, has to do with the federal funds coming in again. But if Georgia if Georgia did a full-scale expansion of Medicaid up under Obamacare, then they would have to contribute, I think the number is three or $400 million a year, and then they would get additional federal funds coming in for Medicaid. Uh, Republicans have never really been serious about expanding Medicaid in Georgia, but a couple weeks ago they had their first ever uh, hearing at the state capitol to discuss full Medicaid expansion. And what I really thought was very, very interesting is the Speaker of the House, John Burns, actually attended a hearing and sat in the front row and listened in. So, you know, Speakers of the House don't do stuff like that just to be dropping in, listening to a committee. That was very, that was a sign, right? So I think, and, and what people say, Georgia's got this huge surplus in funds. And what Democrats are saying is Georgia's got a three or $4 billion surplus in funds. Why don't we take $400 million out and expand Medicaid? Now, the challenge there is, sure, they've got it this year, but what happens if the economy goes down or we don't have the same state-level funds three, four, five years from now. And then also our cost of expanding Medicaid will continue going up every year. So I think it's, to me, I think it's short-sighted, but you no, know, Georgia's one of only the 10 states that have not done this so far. So we're, we're you know, we're kind of on the sidelines here with expanding Medicaid. Almost every other state has. Uh, 
And of course, that that's this is coming in. A, yeah, and an I think awful and I think Republicans for, for state count. are looking at this, going, you know, if we expand Medicaid and pick up another, you know, the people that don't have health care at the moment, could that be what we need uh, in the election next year? Right. Well, they're trying. They're trying to to, to remove are. an arrow. This from is kind of like Democrats giving teacher quiver. raises. Though teachers don't vote. Most teachers don't vote Republican. Just because you give them a three thousand dollar raise doesn't mean they're going to start voting for Republicans. <laughs> well, no, yeah, Kemp is is known for for yeah. uh, trying now, to one, buy off teachers and no, but, like that. Sorry, but one sorry, of the other things they're talking about sorry, doing here is sorry. we've talked a lot about <laughs> certificate of need legislation, how they need to get rid of the certificate of need in Georgia. So I think what the legislators are saying is, what if we expanded Medicaid and at the same time we got rid of certificate of need? So I think they're going to, I think that's how they're going to politically do it, uh, is they're going to be able to say, yes, we are going to expand Medicaid, which is more state spending, but we got rid of certificate of need, so we'll be able to open up more hospitals around the, the state of Georgia. So I think that's how they're going to get off. Uh, I think that's how they're going to justify expanding Medicaid. Maybe so. Maybe so. I would like to see certificate need gone. Uh, the The problem being, and we've discussed it on the show before, the, these hospitals, Wellstar for one, are huge, huge yeah, donors. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the lobbyist industry for the hospital association is huge. It's the biggest at the state capitol. So I don't know. I think I just think with John Burns uh, sitting in on that committee hearing, I think it probably gets done this session. And now I forget how many people this will apply to. Uh, but it actually gives, you know, it gives basically lets people up to 138 percent of the federal poverty level get health care at that point. The access to health care is the yes. problem, not the the, the, the money. Now, I, I'm not saying that 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 the poor people shouldn't have access to health care. I'm just saying there's no when you live down. You know, I visited Jessica not long ago. When you live down in Statesboro, your 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 closest like trauma mm-hmm. places is yes, in Savannah, so which is an hour away. Um. I mean, it's, it's simple for little things. Like I cut the snot out of my hand the other day. Um, and being on blood thinners just because I'm old and fat, it was bleeding. It, it was bleeding like crazy. And and you know, I was I, I did not I, I I took everything myself. Uh, but but. If if I really did need stitches, I have no, five no. different places I yeah, can go can and get a stitch. Yeah, you can Which is completely different. But I mean, just expand it. But Democrats it, are saying they'll you know they'll build yeah, more if, hospitals it, if we expand Medicaid. I'm not sure. Hospitals, that's not true at all. Yeah, that's that not fun. that's not even close to being the truth. Yeah, it's not even close. The fact is, is hospitals are for profit uh, uh, entities. And, and God bless them. I mean, I, I want them to be for-profit uh, uh, entities, but if if you're a state, they're not going to build a hospital in Statesboro yeah, just agree. because Medicaid get, get expanded. That that's just not that's just not the case. 
<laughs> All right, Kenny. <laughs> well, we went to movies thought. as a family the other day, and we actually split up. So my daughter and wife went and saw the new Hunger Game movie, which they said was really good. Libby was in a couple of the Hunger Game movies as an extra, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago when they first came out. Luke and I went to see the new Napoleon movie. And and I don't want to Which give it I away. Which I really, it was really, just really want really to see. Sort of strange. Uh, Luke really liked it. I thought it was there were a lot of there was a lot of comedy in the movie, which I thought was unusual for a Ridley Scott kind of war movie. Uh, it's just the way they paint Napoleon in the movie. He's very, I don't know. I mean, he's very autistic, a real short guy. Uh, but he, I mean, it's it's a. Uh, he he, he, was short he, in the he movie. really was not that short. <laughs> they called him, yeah they they called him the little corporal, yeah. as a compliment. Is that that this commanding general was was one of them, and he 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 was called the little corporal for a reason. It, it was not because he was short. It was not to be demeaning or anything else. But he was called the little corporal. Because and, the troops respected him, they respected him as as a non commissioned officer, not not as a not just as a general, but they they felt. Yeah, so that you have he to go see it. Don't them. let me talk you out to it. Joaquin Phoenix plays uh, Napoleon. Joaquin Phoenix is an incredible actor. Uh, so it was. Uh, yeah, go see it. It'll it's it's two and a half hours long. Now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go to the movies. I, <laughs> to, to go in a dark room. Not there with, eight with, people in it with us. Know, 300 was other people. Anybody was there. It's not. Yeah. It's not really my gig, yeah, but really Scott is, is a hell of a director. I mean, he did, he did alien. He did. I mean, uh, I think mm-hmm. he did, he did. He's uh, done great uh, Terminator, things. didn't he? I mean, just fantastic movies, and Joaquin Phoenix is is a, a hell of an actor. Uh, I will wait for it to, to, to come out so I can download it because I just don't like being around that many people. But since you stole my my uh, <laughs> closing <laughs> thought, asshole, <laughs> I'll just say if if you like what you heard. Please uh, like and share us on on the socials. Uh, hopefully, this show was better than the last one. The last one was j- it uh, is totally my fault. I was on three hours of sleep. I'm sorry. It was bad. It was just bad. My, my jokes didn't land. It, it was just bad, and, and, and I apologize for it. But if you like what you heard, please like and share us on on, on the socials. If you don't like what you heard, please inflict us on on, on your on your enemies. Uh, I'm Dave Roberts. I want to give a big thank you to Ken Poland, my my partisan endeavor, and to uh, Eric Cumby, our editor, who is is on vacation time right now. So so he's gonna give up his 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 time with his with his parents and all that stuff to, to edit this. Big thanks to him, and we'll talk to you next week. Catch me howling at the moon